0: Hey everybody, this is Steve Durham here with my family.
1: Autumn, Miss Ghana.
0: Willem, Harrison, and Vicki. And we're here to do the audio devotions, uh, going through 2 Kings chapter 5, starting in verse 1. And we're going to do it a little bit through the Discovery Bible Method style. And so Autumn's going to kick us off, uh, starting in reading in verse 1 of 2 Kings 5.
1: The king of Aram had great admiration for Naaman, the commander of his army, because through him the Lord had given Aram great victories, But though Naaman was a mighty warrior, he suffered from leprosy. At this time, Aramean raiders had invaded the land of Israel, and among their captives was a young girl who had been given to Naaman's wife as a maid. One day the girl said to her mistress, I wish my master would go to see the prophet in Samaria. He would heal him of his leprosy. So Naaman told the king what the young girl from Israel had said. Go and visit the prophet, the king of Aram told him. I will send a letter of introduction for you to take to the king of Israel. So Naaman started out carrying as gifts 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold, and 10 sets of clothing. The letter to the king of Israel said, With this letter, I present my servant Naaman. I want you to heal him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes in dismay and said, Am I God that I can give life and take it away? Why is this man asking me to heal someone with leprosy? I can see that he's just trying to pick a fight with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes in dismay, he sent this message to him. Why are you upset? Send Naaman to me and he will learn that there is a true prophet here in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and waited at the door of Elisha's house. But Elisha sent a messenger out to him with this message. Go and wash yourself seven times in the Jordan River. Then your skin will be restored and you will be healed of your leprosy. But Naaman became angry and stalked away. I thought he would certainly come out to meet me, he said. I expected him to wave his hand over the leprosy and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and heal me. Aren't the rivers of Damascus and Abana and the Neferifah better than any of the rivers of Israel? Why shouldn't I wash in them and be healed? So Naaman turned and went away in rage. But his officers tried to reason with him and said, Sir, if if the prophet had told you to do something very difficult, wouldn't you have done it? So you should certainly obey him with when he says simply, Go and wash and be cured. So Naaman went down to the Jordan River and dipped himself seven times as the man of God had instructed him. And his skin became as healthy as the skin of a young child, and he was healed. Then Naaman and his entire party went back to find the man of God. They stood before him, and Naaman said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel, so please accept a gift from your servant. Elysia replied, "As surely as the Lord lives, whom I serve, I will not accept any gifts." And though Naaman urged him to take the gifts, Elysia refused.
0: All right, that's good.
1: Good job, Bob. Good
0: job. Whoop. That's a lot to read. All right, so what we're going to do is just kind of recap a little bit of the story. So, what do we know so far in the story? There's who are some of the big characters that we heard. Naaman. Naaman. Yep, name him and claim him. Good job, Miss. Anyone else? Who else?
2: The servant girl.
0: The servant girl. The slave girl. There's uh, Elisha or Elisha, who is uh, the the prophet, right? Elisha. Who else? Think of anyone else that you heard.
2: The king of Israel.
0: The king of Israel. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Who is with Naaman?
2: His servant.
0: Yeah, he had some oh, servants. Officers, yeah, his right? officers or his servants that were with him. Yep, that's right. So, uh, so Naaman is from Aram, which is uh, kind of the bad guys, right? So he goes, "What's wrong with Naaman?" He had a leprosy. Yeah, he's got leprosy, right? So, what did you like about this story? You know, typically a discovery Bible method, you retell the story. We're not going to do that because of time. But what did you like about this story uh, from the Bible? So what do you think? Harrison, how about you? What do you like about this story? Um, I I just liked how God, uh, he takes, like, you don't need, like, something, like, too holy. Like, uh, rather than, like, he talks about the Damascus River, or whatever, if that's what it was. The Jordan River? The Jordan River. That's what it was. yeah (laughs) He uses, like, a dirty old river. Yeah, and not some, like, holy... Super pure thing. He can use a dirty old river to heal a guy of leprosy. Mm -hmm. That's really good. That's really good. Do you guys know anything else that happened in that river? Jesus was baptized. Yeah, Jesus was baptized in that river. Whoa, look out. Will's on fire.
2: Someone's a pastor's kid.
0: Oh, wow. Could we we just relax all of a sudden? (laughs) All right. So anyone else? What else did you like about that story? Anyone else?
1: I liked how it was very simple that all it took was to go into the river and wash, and then you'd be cured. It didn't have to be this whole long process to be cured of leprosy.
0: Yeah, right, totally. And how many times did he have to do it? Like, go up and down? Once.
1: Seven, seven times. times. Yeah, <laughs> one time yeah, seven. Yeah, I was reading.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but seriously, though, you are right. It's simple. It wasn't like this really difficult thing, right? Because the servants or the officer said, if he has to do something really hard, you'd do it, right? So but you're right, it was something super simple. Up and down, up and down. What if after the sixth time nothing happened? Would you guys be like, I don't know if I'm gonna do it a seventh time? You know what I mean? But he did it and he got healed. So all right, so what do you like about it? So what do you learn about God from this story? What do you learn about God from this story? Miss what do you what do you learn about God from this story anything or will how about you Um, what do you learn about god you can take something broke and make it and put it together yeah like take something dirty and make it clean yeah god can take something broke put it back together he can take something dirty uh skin disease leprosy and he can heal it so god can heal what else do we learn about this uh anything in this story from god anything about god
2: I like that he offered healing to Naaman, who pretty much is an enemy of Israel. Right. Like, God offers healing to anybody.
0: Right. Yeah, so Naaman is the, the enemies of Israel, and yet God offered healing to him. That's cool. So God has a heart for even the enemies of Israel. God can use anybody. That's good. So what do we learn about people? What can we learn about people from this? Do you Think about Naaman a little bit and how he acted. Do you remember how Naaman acted when he got to Elisha's house and Elisha did not come out of the house? Do you remember that? Mad. Yeah, he was mad. Why, do you remember why he was mad?
2: I think he felt pretty important.
0: Yeah, so Naaman, Naaman's kind of a big deal right? He feels like he's a big deal, and Elisha doesn't come out of the house. So, he's like, wait a minute, I thought he was going to come out of the house. Uh, So, what do we learn about people from this story?
2: I I find it interesting that um, low people, like the servant girl and Naaman's officers, or servants, um, were willing to challenge him and push him. You know, I think that took a lot of courage to push Naaman to maybe just try this. Maybe just check in with the um, the prophet to get healed.
0: Right. Yeah, totally. So God can use um, even... Look how
2: you spin that so well.
0: <laughs> no, but, but, but you've got these unnamed, really like a, a slave girl and these servants, officers who are with him. And they, they don't even have names in the story, and yet God uses them to help this really important guy get the truth. Right. And that's really good.
2: Because he probably wouldn't have been healed. Right. Without their intervention.
0: Right. Right. Anything else from you guys on what you learn about people from this? On the way people are? I mean, for me, I just think... It's easy to get in a situation where you get angry if you feel like people are not doing what you want them to do. You expect something to go a certain way, and then people don't do it the way you want it to go, right? Um, so that's something. And then the last thing is, um, for us, is is there anything that you feel like God is asking, or, or, or how's God getting your attention from this story for you? So, um, you know, what do you think God is saying to you from this story? So is there anything from this story that God is challenging you, uh, teaching you about himself, challenging you in your own life, speaking to you about your own life um, from this story? Is there anything going on in your own life that you think, you know, this is something that's making me think about this in my own life? What do you think?
1: For me, I think it makes me think about more, how can I let more people in to push and challenge me because God can be using them to help push and grow me in my own faith. But I have to be open to wanting to hear from the Lord through other people.
0: Yeah, that's really good. (laughs) Good job. That's really good. Yeah. Anyone else? I think what I'm getting is like God – like. We don't have to, like, show up in this big, like, way to people, but, like, we can...
2: Simple. Simple.
0: Yes, that's... (laughs) That's a good word. You're showing... I lost my train of thought. No, you're showing it with your hands. Yeah. People can't see that. So, like, when you're thinking of that, you don't have to do something really, what, like, do a big thing? Yeah. It can be something, what? Like, just small and simple and just show up and be there for people. Yeah, good. Just to be present with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, think of Naaman's servants. All they had to do is say to their master, who who came all the way down there to get healed, and he was turning around to go home just because a guy was unwilling to come out of his house and told him, go wash in the river seven times. And and he was so mad about it and offended that he was going to go all the way back home and travel all the way back and not get healed, and his servants just stayed with him and said, "Hey, Master, let's just think about this a second. Can we just not get a little crazy here, and and let's just relax a second and think about this?" And they stayed with him, and God used them. So that's really good, awesome. Well, any of you want to uh, pray for us? Um, put you on the spot here. Will you want to pray for us? Um, I guess. <laughs> okay, buddy. Why don't you pray for us, dude? Dear God, thank you for this great day. Thank you for everything you have given us. Thank you that we could do this thingy, this devotion. And thank you that you made the person listening to this right now and and yeah, thank you that um that you heal and show us un- unconditional love and that you are just an amazing God. Amen. 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 All right, thanks for hanging out with us, and have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Ciao.